Thank you so much. Uh, I want to tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Roe versus Wade, the movie. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I can't believe that it is being is being allowed uh, to be seen uh, on Google or Amazon, iTunes. It's everywhere. Uh, it is the true story about the Supreme Court argument of uh, Roe versus Wade, and you see exactly what uh, Planned Parenthood did. The lies and the the extortion that were involved in that are pretty incredible. Uh, John Voigt is in the movie. It is it's uh, not a documentary. It's an actual movie. You might want to watch it this weekend. You can get it and download it now on your major cable or satellite carrier on demand. Uh, it's also available iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. It is Roe versus Wade, the movie. All right, last hour of the program, you sick, twisted freak. Chad Prather uh, joins us. Uh, except I have a few things to rant on before we get to that. Coming up. 15 seconds. America, it's Friday, which is usually a good thing, but there are a few stories that are going to make my freaking head explode. And so I warn you, grab some duct tape, wrap your head tightly, so when your head does explode, it's not going to stop it from exploding, but you'll at least have all of the pieces of your skull. So when you go back and you're, you're in the emergency room they're like ah got another one listen to the glenn beck program yep yeah we've got four with exploded heads good thing they had the duct tape ready my rant next the glenn beck program gotta start with something that makes me so angry hey let's talk about tax hikes money printing hedge funds collapsing banks losing billions in bad leveraged bets All these things business as usual when you're in the business of eroding the value of the dollar as the current administration seems to be. And both the Republicans and the Democrats seem to be fine with all of this. The collapse of the dollar is all but inevitable at this point. And if you're smart, you're looking for ways to protect yourself. You want to invest in something? Here's an idea. Invest in plywood. Have you seen the price of plywood? Hey, invest invest in... uh, a gallon of gasoline. You can double your money. They're calling this uh, just a spike and they're no big deals. No, no, this is what's coming our way. This is what's coming our way. May I suggest that the dollar's dominance is about to collapse? Now, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen in five years from now. But we are not going to be spending those paper U.S. dollars for long. With every single order placed now at Goldline this week for gold or silver, you're going to get this week only. Today is the last day you'll qualify for the free, um, uh, Mind Your Own Business silver bar for free at no cost. 
the bars were something that uh, I suggested that they do, and they, they stamp them with free uh, uh, with um, mind your business because that's what was on the original U.S. coins. Didn't say in God we trust. It said mind your business. Boy, wouldn't you love that to be our motto now? Mind your own business. It's a gold line. Goldline.com. Call them now. They're waiting for your call. Just find out if gold or silver is right for you. But please, please consider having some of your money in something other than the U.S. dollar. You are going to regret it. Please call Goldline and find out if gold or silver is right for you. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Stu, uh, I just, I need your help uh, on uh, this story because I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. Let's do it. (laughs) The Biden administration now sees hydrogen as the Swiss army knife for eliminating emissions. The Biden administration and all types of industry now are saying we should develop domestic hydrogen Mm. as a linchpin in our economy and the linchpin in our effort to eliminate U.S. emissions by 2050. Mm. Now, why could I why would I possibly be wildly upset? Well, I remember sitting out front of a in Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. Out in front of the old CNN building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and watching you get out of a car from mm-hmm. General Motors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that ran on hydrogen. Ran on hydrogen. Yeah, I remember. Zero this. emissions. Mm-hmm. Zero mm-hmm. emissions. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what I said to the maker GM? Do you remember what I said about that? I remember you saying it was a pretty amazing car Uh and uh that it could really easily be the future if it was just embraced. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And he said, no, the the government has embraced it. Uh, We've already got a deal with one of the major gas station chains. They're going to be having hydrogen stations, all of it. This is going to be done in the next 10 to 15 years. Hydrogen is the future. And I said, the left will never allow (laughs) you to do it. And what was the first thing the Obama administration did? The first thing they did when they get into office. Hmm. You remember? I don't remember the exact details. I just remember they tanked the hydrogen car. Yeah, they tanked the hydrogen car. And then when they gave GM a bailout, they said, yeah, you need to go with a Chevy Volt because that thing's hot. I mean, really hot. Mm. Oh, I can't. I can't take government getting involved in absolutely everything. Hydrogen is the future. Zero um, emissions. Now, do you know how we make hydrogen? Well, we don't have to mine anything. All we need to do is take the water that is being used as a coolant for our nuclear power plants. And instead of having our nuclear power plants power down, which they don't ever have to do, power down in the middle of the night while everybody's going seepy seep, they then make that, uh, they zap that water and take out the O- and get the H. 
That's how you make an unlimited supply of energy. It's really complex and very dangerous for the planet. I can't take it. Now, um, in the no kidding. In fact, do we have the the Sherlock? I think this is appropriate because I've got a few of these that are just a little obvious. You have them, Sarah? Okay. Let me start with a story. Um, a majority of students now say it's unfair for non-college educated taxpayers to bail out student loans. Really? Have you found it? She's still looking for it. I would just... Uh, we're having would all sorts of... It's, it's one of those uh, days. It's, there you go. There it is. No, Sherlock! Thank you. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. It's unfair. Now, I'd like to... Now that you're using your thinking caps, and you're like, oh, it's, a, it's a wrong to have... It's unfair to have somebody who didn't go to college pay for my college. Good for you. Who's thinking? Now, let me take you a step further. For people who did go to college and they did come up somehow or another with all that money to pay for that college so they could have an education. Why is it fair for them to pay for yours after they've paid for theirs? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of a brain bender, isn't it? It's very difficult to figure that one out. Cities with the BLM protests, cities with BLM protests have had 6,000 more homicides than expected. Now, Sherlock! Ho-ho! Who would have seen that coming? They had up to 6,000 more homicides. Now, what does that have to do with BLM protests? Well, I don't know. Maybe we should maybe we should imagine a new way to police. Well, good news is Portland plans to commit a combat crime now with unarmed park rangers. Now, <clears throat> no offense to our park rangers but the last criminal i saw them try to get said get your own picnic basket i mean if you're chasing down yogi and boo boo maybe we go for the park ranger but if we're going for crime i'm just reimagining things and thinking that's not probably the best idea. Let's replace the police with park rangers. Take away their guns, too. Okay. Maryland has become the first state now to repeal the Police Bill of Rights. That's going to work out really, really well. And the latest word that you are not supposed to use is mistress.
what do we what do we what do we call the person? Because I mean, we could go what we call guys when they're breaking up a marriage. We we just call them dirt bags, slime bags. But many people will use MFers. Is that better than mistress? Mistress sounds kind of nice and happy. It does. It's uh, the it, it's from the AP too that is doing this right, and they yeah. recommend using either lover or friend. Which I thought ah. friend isn't really descriptive enough, is it? You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Stu. I'm mm-hmm. going to go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. But I think that if I come home and uh, I think when I come home and there's lipstick all over my private parts <laughs> and my wife says, what's that from? And I said, oh, I was just out with a friend. <laughs> I don't think it matters if you call her a friend or a mistress. <laughs> now, sh- Sherlock. My gosh, life is not this hard to figure out. Uh, I'm going to bring in. Uh, I'm going to bring in one of my favorite people. He is uh, really, really funny. Chad Prather coming up in just a second. First, let me take one minute. To tell you about Rectech, the ultimate grilling experience. When you go online, you're going to shop and shop for a Rectech. Now, I, I want you, they, they only sell them online. And they do that because they cut out the middleman. I mean, no offense to Home Depot. It's wonderful, especially with their new political arm. Oh, when Home Depot's CEO comes out and tells us how we should vote, I love that. When they collude with a bunch of other rich CEOs and they find a way to make sure that they get Democrats elected forever, Oh, my gosh, I want to buy more lumber and nails. But uh, Rectech cuts that middleman out. And you might think you know what a great uh, griller or smoker is. But unless you've seen a, a Rectech, you have not seen a, a great uh, smoker or griller or even oven. I mean, it's a, it, it, it will bake things in it as well. And it holds a consistent temperature. It has smart technology. It is the future of grilling. Go to Rectech right now and AB compare them. If you're in the grill or in the, in the uh, market for a grill or a smoker, or you just like good food, Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com. 10 seconds station ID. Oh, goodness, goodness. Oh, my deepest apologies to Mr. Home Depot, who did not end up signing that letter. They were oh, one of the only companies that didn't, that, that were uh, that Good call. for them. Well, thought, good for them. You know, they're one no, of the founders, like, a big uh, big Trump supporter, big uh, Republican. Uh-huh. Uh, and they so they did not uh-huh. go on. I think that is important to note, maybe. I don't know. I think maybe it is. Mm-hmm. May, maybe it is. I'll continue to watch big anything, including big lumber shopping place. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Chad Prather in. Hello, Chad. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm investing in plywood. Are you? <laughs> Can I tell you something? You would have made a lot of money if you would have bought a lot of plywood last year. And that's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the only gone. thing that it's the only thing that stayed open, Glenn, was places that sell plywood. <laughs> That's why I think. Th- I, I mean, everybody's looking to the you know the Wuhan lab 
You look at the you look at Sherwin Williams, uh, you know, every plant store and uh, landscaping business <laughs> and Home Depot. I, I mean, they're the ones who profited off of this. Yeah. And that's a tangible commodity. Yeah, it is. Uh, you can reach out and touch it. I don't know what cryptocurrency is, but I can reach out and touch the plywood. <laughs> I will tell you this. I, I think, you know, in, in my family, we are starting to think like people, smart people did in the 1930s. And that is you you start to store up on the things that people will barter for because if you know if the dollar collapses you, you, there's going to be a transition period a and i mean i just read something uh from gosh who was it it was it's one of the guys who's you know his job is to think about how do we transition economies and if the the dollar starts to really collapse which it will what happens is they'll go to a different kind of dollar. It'll either be a global dollar or it'll be the U.S., the D-U-S-D, which is the digital U.S. dollar. And banks will say you have X number of uh, days or weeks to turn in all of your money and convert them to digital dollars. However, this digital dollar is worth more. So what you have in the bank, you bring $100, we'll give you $40 of digital dollars. So you immediately cut your money at least in half. And the more you wait, uh, the less value your uh, dollar is worth and, and fewer people take your, your money. So you got to take the deal or else, unless you have something else, unless you have you know, some sort of durable good that everybody, everybody will still want. Yeah, that's why I, years ago I started stocking up on 22 bullets. 22 bullets. Somebody's got to pay for these mistresses somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you would have if, if you would have stocked up, did you stock up on 22s? I really did, 22. Because that is, I mean, it's almost impossible to find. I mean, yeah. everything now is. But for a long time, you because my kids would shoot 22s, and you couldn't, you couldn't find them anywhere. No, they're hard. They're, it's impossible. Ammo, ammo is so ridiculously, uh, if you can find it, so ridiculously expensive at this point. Uh, it, it, every time you pull the trigger at the range, you don't hear a bang anymore. You hear cha-ching. You do. You do. Exactly. Have you changed? Because you're a, you're a shooter. I'm a shooter. I, I love <laughs> competitive and, sh and shooting sports. Uh, and uh, I, I don't even go to the range anymore. It's, it's, it's dangerous. It becomes more and more dangerous the more and more expensive they make ammunition because you can't afford to go and just blow through a lot of rounds. No, you can. And, and there's something addictive about pulling that trigger. What I've gotten into doing, Glenn, is uh, long range rifle shooting. Not yeah. as not as mm. many bullets being expended yeah. in that. And there is some, there is I, some fun. I got to tell you, I, I started that last year or two years ago with uh, I have a Lapua mm -hmm. and uh, you're shooting a Lapua round. It's like six dollars, <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, I didn't have to pull it ten times. I only pulled it once. Well, see, that's the beauty. I've got five kids, so I just send one downrange to pick up that bullet and bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> send the one I don't like. That's that's the one we send down send down through no man's land. So let me ask you this: a serious question. We have over four hundred million firearms uh, in the country, and Stu. That's 400 legally owned, 400 million legally owned firearms, right? I I think that is legally owned. I could, I could yeah. be wrong on that, but I know that the number is at least 400 million now. Yeah, there there's this isn't Australia. This isn't England. You know, when England went to war, 
they actually had to borrow guns. And I'm not making this up. They borrowed rifles from American hunters because they didn't have enough ri- uh, rifles to go to fight the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we lent them our own private rifles until they could get on their feet. Uh, th- this country could fight several wars uh, with just what we have in private hands. How do you think they expect to round any of those up? Oh, there's no possible way. There's and, no way. And then you take in the will of the people. The people aren't going to give those guns up. I mean, they're going to do whatever they can. I mean, we've we've made a hobby out of stockpiling this stuff, right? We're going to protect it with our life. Uh, you know, it's pretty interesting. You talk about the will of the people. Uh, do you realize Texas, uh, we're kind of in Texas independence season, has never mustered more than 1,000 fighting men since 1800. Never more than 1,000 in their armies or militia. They won their independence with that. And uh, that's the will. I mean, that is the strength and the resolve of the American people right there. You're just not going to take freedoms that easily. And the numbers are stacked against you. I mean, they've taken freedom of the press, freedom to assemble, freedom of religion, and freedom of speech pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're not entirely gone, but they are on the ropes, every single one of those. And that's just the First Amendment. Yeah. And, And that's the thing. We're living in dangerous days. We're having to comply with stupidity these days. That's that's what it's it's insane what we're going through. Well, isn't that because a a uh, our system is as Adam said, our system of governance is uh, wholly inadequate for a uh, non-religious and non-moral people. Right, and and wasn't it De Tocqueville that said if it's a, you're only going to be great as long as you're good? I mean, as long as you're a good people, because as yeah. soon as you stop being a good people, you're in trouble. The, the left and the progressives. I mean, what we're seeing, what you were talking about earlier, they want anarchy. They want to redefine. They want to reimagine the police. They want all of that gone. They don't want law and order. They don't want that. They want chaos. Because with chaos, they can rule that. It's a mob oh, yeah. rule. Yep. Um, we have Chad Prather on with us. I, he is actually, and I don't, are you seriously, and say this to me, look me in the eye. Are you are you running for governor of Texas? Or according, is this a bit? According to the state of Texas and the Texas uh, Ethics Commission, I am indeed on file running for governor. <laughs> okay, but according to you. Yes, I am. Are You, you are. Okay. I want to. Then I want to ask you some serious questions about what you would do as governor of Texas. I'm looking forward to that. Next. (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm telling you, any, I mean, Donald Trump was elected president. You don't think Chad Prather could become governor of of Texas? Of course. Um, Let me, uh, let me talk to you here about uh, LifeLock. LifeLock wants to urge you to protect yourself. Cyber criminals are out there and they work every day to take your stuff and your good name. And they can do it easily, uh, especially during tax season and COVID tax season. They may have already filed for your tax return and already gotten it. You're waiting for it and you eventually call the IRS and they're like, no, we already sent that out. Okay, it wasn't me. May I suggest you lock your identity up and keep what's yours? LifeLock is there. Every, you know, nobody can monitor everything. But LifeLock will see the things that you'll miss on your own. They will help you. And they have a team of people that if there's a problem, 
with your identity, that team goes to work to clean up that mess. That's where the rubber meets the road. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck and save 25% now. When's the last time you saw a candidate for governor do 60 shots of beer in an hour? Uh, Chad Prather joins us on the Power Hour tonight. YouTube.com slash America, 9 p.m. Eastern. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday, and we have Chad Prather uh, in with us. Uh, Chad is, I mean, wh- what are you exactly? A comedian, singer, songwriter? What? What? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. They had me. Uh, they wanted me to come speak. The GOP wanted me to come speak at the state capitol on Wednesday. And so you looked at the flyer, and you had all these state reps and state senators, and then there was Chad Prather, comedian. <laughs> I said, can we put, at least change that to TV host or something, <laughs> yeah. conservative humorist? Oh, I mean, no. let's add I some mean, syllables. Hey, the, the, guy who, uh, the guy who won in Ukraine was a comedian. Absolutely. I Absolutely. Mean, he's now the president of Ukraine. Anybody I think we could trust- be president now. The, the president of Sweden. Uh, it, it was, it's the way, he was the CEO of Ikea, right? Mm-hmm. Took really? him weeks to put his cabinet together. Ba-da-da. Oh, man. Holy cow, Dad. Thanks for stopping by. I've had a hard time so, defining that a long time. I, you know, I, I do comedy. I don't know that I consider myself a comedian. I, I go out and do comedy. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I, you name it, do everything. So uh, you're, running for, you're running for governor of, of Texas. Yeah. And you say this is serious, but I don't believe anything you say is, is serious. But um, you're running for uh, governor. What What is your... Let me tell you how that started, Glenn. What, no, all right. I, Let me tell you how I, it started. So ahead. obviously we went through all of the shutdowns and the mandates and everything that happened. Yeah, yeah, and of yeah. course, Texas was not immune from all of that. Back in July, I was in South Dakota. I was getting ready for the president's speech at Mount Rushmore, July 2nd. I'm sitting there with Don Trump Jr. I'm drinking a glass of wine. We get another mask mandate. And I don't know if it was the wine or sitting next to a Trump <laughs> and that I just got on Twitter and said, screw it, I'm running for governor. In 2022, I went to sleep, woke up to a firestorm of response mm. the next morning. And I thought, if I back out of this now, they're going to tar and feather me. <laughs> but but it was with true conviction. Look, I love the state of Texas. I really do. It's it's uh, it's been really good to me. I'm not originally from here. been in, you know, the Texas DFW area for 20 years now. I love it. it. This is my place of identity and destiny. It really is. And so I just don't like that we're not leading. I, d- I don't like that we're following. I think that our current governor, who has done a respectable job, I was saying to Stu yesterday, uh, he puts his finger up in the wind and basically looks to see what Ron DeSantis says and does and then gives it five days to get the public opinion back. And then he decides to say it himself. The difference between he and DeSantis is DeSantis is doing it and, and Greg Abbott's just saying it. So we're following. We're not leading. And that's just not a good yeah, it, I, I will tell you, I, th- I think that, I mean, because Greg Abbott doesn't suck. Right. He just isn't, uh, he's just not Texan enough. And he's, I think he was born and raised here. And I like Greg Abbott. Yeah, born in Wichita I, Falls, the, the, raised the in thing, East Texas. Yeah, the thing about Greg Abbott that I hear is... Exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Texas should be leading, not following. So I, I have people all the time that ask me when I'm out and about and traveling. They say, why isn't Texas doing what South Dakota's doing or what Florida's yeah, right. doing? And with all due respect to Christy Noem, uh, South Dakota doesn't have its own toast. <laughs> There's no waffle irons. There's no waffle irons in the shape of Florida, right? We put on, you know, our girls put on bikinis that, that are our state flag and float down a river every year. They, they don't do those kind of things in other states. This is Texas, by God. 
And uh, what I've always said is, you know, we talk about things being bigger in Texas or people walking a little bit taller. I call it a humble arrogance. You know, we've mm-hmm. seen the humility, like, for instance, when Harvey hit, we all banded together. We didn't ask for a lot of federal help. We People showed up and they helped their neighbors. And, and we've seen that over and over again. We saw it with the snowmageddon that happened just weeks ago. Uh, there is that humility, but there, there's also you just don't tell us what to do. So there is that arrogance about us. I mean, we've we have been a republic. We've been our own nation. We've got a rich heritage and a rich identity, but I think we've lost the identity. So what I keep saying to people, Glenn, is Texas isn't the Texas that most Texans think it is anymore. Uh, well, you know, I've seen some I've seen some uh, uh, polling numbers here in Texas. I mean, we're close to losing Texas. We are. Um, but uh, I've seen some polling numbers and the ones to really be concerned about are not the ones necessarily moving in because a lot of them moving in feel like I do. Right. I'm coming here for Texas. I, I the rest of the country has lost its mind. Um, the ones that really are a problem are the ones who grew up in Texas. They uh, are, you know, are just are they're just changing and they're becoming I guess maybe the same way that Americans were, you know, right around 9-11. We thought we were invincible until it happened. Right. And so they're just they're they're not thinking that Texas could ever fail. Well, Daniel Horowitz said something pretty profound to me the other day on the news and why it matters. He said there's really no red states anymore uh, Hmm. because of the big cities. The big cities have all gone blue. So if you look at San Antonio and Houston and Dallas and now even Fort Worth, uh, El Paso, you look at the big cities, you know, these sister cities in Texas, they're not red at all. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm concerned with, Glenn, is when it lo- when you look at state politics in Texas, I'm not worried so much about the left as I am the people who claim to be on the right and really yes. aren't. We have Correct. a lot of rhinos. We have a lot of people who have who have ridden the Republican wave the way that they have. You, We passed uh, House Bill 1927 yesterday for constitutional carry, right? It was still not a great bill. I don't still don't. I'm still not pleased with what they passed. But that thing should have not only passed resoundingly, it should have passed a long time ago. This is the first time in 25 years that they actually got close to taking a look at it. So now, this is this is this is you can open carry or concealed carry and you don't need a permit you don't need a permit you pass a background check what i don't like about it is they don't want 18 to 21 year olds being able to carry under the same rules i don't like that at all so you Uh, have you have i mean if you're old enough to go to war you're old enough to carry a gun yeah i mean it's it's not right yeah i i i agree i think that greg abbott is not a bad guy i think he's done a, a respectable job but I just don't think he's Texan enough. That's a great way of putting that. And um, there's a lot of people who would argue with that. There's a lot of people who look at what I'm doing as a gimmick. At the end of the day, I'm wanting to kind of stir the fires of history and get people talking again about how great Texas has been. And I believe if, if, if we can apply that identity to who we are and recapture that, then we can re-embrace our destiny and continue to write history and leave a legacy. And we're just not doing that right now. We're kind of, we're kind of got our thumb in the wind and we're just kind of waiting to see which way it blows. And uh, that's not a way to really lead a state so right now. When when I hear this, I think you're right. And and stirring the embers. Uh, am I still on? Mm-hmm. Stirring the uh, embers of uh, history. The first thing I think of is, you know, what we need is a governor that would go on the stew show <laughs> and get hammered. Yeah. Well, that's going to happen. <laughs> right. 
That's going to happen. Yeah, that doesn't only... necessarily seem like the best idea. Oh, it's a great idea. Let me explain yeah. something to you, man. Everybody keeps saying, do you know the skeletons are going to come out of the closet? And I said, look, I don't have a closet. I burned it down a long time ago. I broke it down to sell the plywood. <laughs> what My skeletons are arranged in the front yard like Halloween. I have candy sitting in their lap. They're all out there for everybody right. to see. Listen, man, I've lived... For lack of better terms, a rock star life. I, I, I've toured. I've been all over the world. Uh, I, I've done all these kind of things that uh, would make my grandmother blush. I've done them. I've owned it. There's no hiding it. We talk about it on my show all the time. Uh, we've lived a life. Uh, but, you know, there, there's nothing that's good. I haven't done anything illegal. I haven't done anything, you know, stupid well, or let's not. I, wouldn't I mean, let's, let's just keep it there, Stu. <laughs> it depends on how you define <laughs> yeah. illegal. Well, I could still right. pass a background check. Okay, let's go that way. Yeah. All right. Uh, But I've done plenty of things. So I don't worry about things like that. And let's face it, I'm not Donald Trump, but Trump did change the game in Mm -hmm. that regard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So let me let let, let me just ask reality. I am concerned about my friend uh, Stu because it seems like he's doing a lot of theme shows where it's like, let's just get hammered. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The best thing about uh, doing uh, shows where you're getting hammered is the, the audience doesn't expect quality. No, you know, you're right. going to give them a low uh, quality. Right. I, yeah, there right. it is. We're training. Oh, drinking We're already, training we're already, stre- we're already mm-hmm. stretching out, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know that, uh, you know, Stephen Crowder's attorney, uh, Bill the Asian lawyer. <laughs> half, uh, Asian. Half, half Asian. Half Asian. Half Asian. I'm sorry. Stop half, half Asian. Asian hate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I hated the white part of him. So that's why I said Asian lawyer. Anyway, uh, I know last time you did this, you filmed like it three o'clock in the afternoon and he came in already hammered he yeah, was like he'd been, he'd been oh, drinking since lunch <laughs> yeah I, I didn't wait i just <laughs> you think about bill I, I don't know if it's the white side of him or the asian side of him but he could drink oh yeah he could he put could, it away he embarrassed all of us i mean he he's drank us under the table. that's well, why we didn't invite him back this time yeah we were all embarrassed <laughs> again um, a, a so, sign of the more you drink is the sign the more you have drunk yeah. Yeah, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that is true. That's the way tolerance yeah. works. We should point yeah. out, by the way, this is a, it's called the uh, Studios America 250th Anniversary Power Hour. Uh, it means one shot of beer per minute for 60 minutes. And we try to actually have coherent political and, and issue-based conversations. And it works for a while, a for short a while. time. And then it gets very messy. It's and a that's lot of live fun. tonight? Yeah, it's going to be tonight, That's 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, YouTube.com slash okay. Studios America. Myself right. will be there, uh, Chad Prather, uh, Jason Buttrell, Spencer Corson, and Sarah Gonzalez as our moderately sober uh, designated okay. driver. I'm yeah. telling you because I can sue Spencer Corson. He used to be a protector <laughs> of mine before he went into his own business. Yeah, he's got a book coming out okay. and everything. Yeah, So he'll you'll have him so broken down. You ask him questions about my family. Because then I'll split the proceeds with you. Mm. I mean, we'll sue the snot out of him. Yeah, let's violate and an then, NDA. Yeah, yeah, I get like him to that. violate that NDA. That'll be a that'll well, be a good thing. And Jason Buttrell was also one of your protectors, so we could yeah, just but keep Jason's pestering a rock. them. Uh, Jason's you a think rock. so? Yeah. I don't, you think yeah. so? I don't know. Yeah. You you saw him last time. He was he was skimping on his shots yeah. of beer. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Spencer, I've, you know, I've seen Spencer drink before. I think he's going to be able to bring it. I don't know about Jason. Is a, He's a wuss. Yeah, the that's thing, true. The thing that's about true. Buttrell you know, is he, he just, he would stare off blankly. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't lose him for like 10 <laughs> minutes at a time. We're like, we're supposed to be doing a show here. What are you doing? So let me ask you this. This is the 200th. 250th. 250th episode mm-hmm. of that crappy show that Crap. you do? Yeah. How dare you? Yes, yeah. uh, it is. It 250. Is a 250. How many episodes have I done? 
Oh my gosh, thousands. We actually tried to do this for one of your anniversaries and figure out how many hours of broadcast you've done. I mean, really, your life is, you haven't accomplished a lot. It's really been a, a, a really long just series of forgettable yapping. shows over yeah. multiple decades. <laughs> yeah. That's your, that's uh, your life. That's, I mean, that's on your tombstone. Why don't you count this? Because if you're doing shots at 250, we should have just like a drip of heroin for every minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? We should just oh, have. We gotta we're going to try clean, to get Glenn. through. <laughs> you what? We got to keep you clean, Glenn. What we do is we take a shot of espresso. <laughs> we take a shot of espresso. We'll sound like auctioneers at the end of an hour, and then we'll drop dead of a heart attack. <laughs> All right. That is uh, on the stew uh, does. What is it? Stew, stew uh, does it, beer? No, no. It's, it's the uh, 250th anniversary power hour tonight. YouTube.com slash stew does America. I will say. Chad brought this up on the show uh, uh, last night. Uh, you know, a lot of big, important uh, societal movements have started around a beer. That's right. Right? around In a tavern, around a beer. Who knows what could come out of this evening? Right. I mean... I'll bet you that's how the Klan originally started. Well, it's how the Nazis go. started. I was not. I was going to go with the founding. You guys went to the Nazis and the Klan. Well, let's just yeah, keep it. Yeah, it was to, the the beer hall push. The beer push. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep this to so, gubernatorial success okay. right, in Texas. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, uh, Chad Prather. Oh, we should point out too. Uh, Chad's on tour. Go to watchchad.com, Right, Chad. That's yeah. Pre-order my out. book. Am I crazy? Yeah, it's coming out in August. Right. That's right. It's a big deal coming out in august and of course uh, the website has all the details sure all we'll right. have you uh, we'll have you on again chad pray through you can also watch him uh on blaze tv it's really a good show i'm, I'm just saying that it was printed in front of me i've never even watched the show <laughs> american fighting because you know he doesn't have me on he doesn't have me on so he'll throw me a bone once in a while he'll do these fun shows and then he'll be like glenn we want to talk about death and destruction can you be on <laughs> Uh, all right. American financing. Life is busy. And I get that. Sometimes it feels, you know, more uh, more like the moment that you open your eyes in the morning till the moment you finally close them at the end of the day, that everything else is just a blur in between. If you're a fiscally responsible person, I, I want to ask you just to find a little time in your day to give the mortgage consultants over at American financing a quick call. Here's what the call is going to do for you. They're going to look over your finances, see if there's some areas that can be approved. Maybe you're paying a mortgage percentage rate that's too high. Maybe you could benefit from a refi that won't start your lawn, uh, your loan over. Maybe you got things like credit card debt, which you are carrying insanely high percentage rates. Um, maybe you can get that uh, under under control with a consolidation loan. Just call them and see if they can save you money. Hundreds, even $1,000 or more a month, depending on your situation. It's American Financing. I've done business with them for forever. I've gotten a loan through them. Stu has several people I know. Uh, they work for you, not the big banks. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. It is baffling when you have people like Senator Ted Cruz joining Rand Paul and ditching his mask as they walk the halls of Congress. Cruz explains, at this point, I've been vaccinated. Everybody working in the Senate has been vaccinated. No, not your staff. Not a lot of people in the media. They haven't gotten it. And the current Why? CDC guideline states very clearly that if you're vaccinated, you got to still keep taking precautions like wearing a mask. You can still get sick. You won't be as sick, hmm. but you could give it to somebody else. Hmm. So he's not just wrong. 
But he's doing it for the wrong reason. And he knows experts are still learning how vaccines affect COVID spread. (laughs) The only way to keep the number down is to listen to science. They all know it. They're just playing politics and people are dying. This is amazing. We now have a president, though, who believes in science. Here's a guy. First of all, he listed as 5,800 people have had these breakthrough cases that are vaccinated and get COVID. Mm-hmm. That amounts to 0.008% of that's, those. Uh, that's 10 times more likely to happen to you yeah, uh, than a car accident. That's not true. <laughs> you, have, not even you are a thousand times no. more likely to be vaccinated and get it uh, than having your mail band stop by. No. <laughs> None yeah, of that true. is true. But, true. but can we also focus on the fact that what is Chris Cuomo doing while he's saying that? He is on television without a mask in a room with coworkers. Mm-hmm. There's people who work at his building mm-hmm. and he's sitting there mm-hmm. without a mask blabbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you are you are more likely to get COVID than you are just... Fall, it's about the same as falling out of the atmosphere and crashing and hurting yourself on the moon. Uh, and we know how often that happens. And if it just if we could just save one person from falling out of the atmosphere and crashing on the moon or getting vaccinated and uh, and then passing it on to coworkers. <laughs> I mean, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth that we all just give up all of our freedoms? In fact, surrender all of your money. To COVID campaigns and Cuomo's campaign. Mm. Okay.